You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. I was in my sounder lab late one night when my eyes beheld a call on Skype. Twas my co-host PJ. And he had much to say about all the sport from that very day. It was the Bin Sports Cast. The boys got drunk real fast. But all their teams finished last. It was the Bin Sports Cast. From my third floor apartment in good old Jersey to a finished basement in the Rock City. The boys talk sports from their humble abodes and listen to voicemails till their heads explode. It was the binge sports cast. The boys got drunk real fast. But all their teams finished last. Wow. It was the binge sports cast. Oh, oh, welcome everybody. <laughs> To this week's binge sports cast, <clears throat> I'm PJ. Not only is the not only is the but all their teams finished last, obviously oh, so the case. Correct. But man, so they got drunk real fast because I'm drunk from pre-show, bro. Oh, I know it's too long, <laughs> too long. Welcome everybody. I'm PJ, and as always, joined by my main man TM. We doing okay? We do. Yeah, that was a was a long no, doing, process to get on the show here tonight. It's fine. I'm doing great. Uh, you know, we're friends. We talk about life things, and um, now we'll talk about some sports. No big deal. I've been drinking since I got home. It's five thirty, so yeah. it's not. I was I was on that the path. Case. I was on that path, and then I had to stop. I was very upset, but here we are, not holding back tonight. Even though you got JMO in the JMO in the glass, that's already gone. Nice. <laughs> That's your courage drink, right? That's yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the yeah. one that gets me going uh, every <laughs> night. Just a little, you know, a little JMO on the rocks, and then uh, and then I move to whatever I got in the house. So nice. But yeah, we were sitting here just talking early you know, baseball, football. What are we going to talk about? And you know, it's a Thursday night. Typically, we record early in the week, but it you know life happens, and really. The NFL sucks, so we just decided yeah. let's let's let baseball play out a bit. Let's let football settle. TM, you wanted to watch the Bills game, the Monday night game, which was a great game, you know, all, or outside of the it, results, for you at least. No, I mean, it was a great game to watch. Back-to-back weeks, uh, getting to watch the Bills. I mean, look, you know, I don't want to watch my team in this house. So I'm, it took, last year with COVID and everything, it took my wife like, fifth, like probably 12, 13 weeks for me to finally say to her, hey, your team is friggin' going to the playoffs. Start paying attention. This year she's been in it since like – I mean, she was getting upset when they were losing preseason games. So, yeah. Hey, it's worth it. To, I mean, I bet them every time we sit down, and uh, I mean, I lost on Monday, but it was a great game. It really was. Yeah, um, it was there was no defense to be discussed, but yeah. and, hey, then, and we yeah. can we can talk on it a little bit more. I have some questions for you about the Bills and what they should do, and you know where yeah, okay. where they can get uh, get better. You know, not that you know it's it's not overreaction day here on the sports. No, 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 no. But, but you know what? It's a the point you just made is interesting. 
and I'll save it for the conversation, but you messaged the um, our fantasy, our podcast fantasy group, and you nailed exactly where they need to get better. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah we'll, I have that written down. Actually, we will address that. Good. Good. Well, uh, now, TM, last week you did tell me we we had talked last week after. And if you guys haven't listened to TM's uh, meltdown during, well, meltdown and then it's not a meltdown. I, what, I, what do you want to call it? I don't well, know. Listen, I mean, even on the big show when they ran the clip, and then Alex commented, he said, "That's a man losing money." See, that's the that's where everybody's wrong on last week's show. I won what I needed to win last week. So. Yeah, but at the end of the game. <laughs> oh my God. It is still that. I mean, we'll go down in history. If, if we survive and win some money in this pool, that is the week. I mean, so we're still talking about it. Can we, <laughs> so it's been 10 days since we last recorded. So how did last weekend go? The fans want to know TM, how are, your survivor picks going well, at this point. All three are still alive going Ooh. into week seven. We got two on. Oh, the who, Coles, who did you the who did one. you win? So what last week that we did not see? Because the the Monday night well, game the, from week five is where you almost it was lost all three your picks. Shit. Right. So then right. we didn't record for this past week. So this past week, where did you guys put? We did two Indianapolis who smoked Houston. Yep. And then I argued off of <laughs> – I keep doing this, but I just have a complex with the Giants now. After they beat the Saints, and it just – I think my complex is more justified again. But my pick, I said, dude, we cannot take the Rams. And and I feel that I'm I'm kind of hearing you in my ear – when arguing with my brother saying no Rams, no Rams on the road, no Rams at one o'clock, and then no Stafford. I was just kind of like, can we just stay off that for a week? And I pushed and I got the Steeler pick, which I had to stay up till midnight on Sunday <laughs> to sweat that out. But we got yeah. all three through again. Good. But I'm, I'm, I, I'm in agreement with you about Matt Stafford and about... And even the Rams, I mean, the Rams are a team that came to the East Coast last year when Miami just smacked them around. And I understand that it's not Goff anymore. But at the same time, Arizona, the Arizona loss for the Rams this year, I had the same vibes. Yeah. Right? So maybe it's a McVay thing. So yeah. I just And well, I we can get into that. I can that. I can give you my thoughts on when to when to to Back him and when not. And, you know, the Lions play the Rams this weekend. And so well, I can't, know. I want to, I can't wait to get your take on that game. It's, I mean, that is a it's fascinating been a, game. It yeah. is. And it's been a topic on local sports radio. Can't imagine. The entire week, because there's nothing else to talk about because the Lions are dog shit. But I also want to get into your team and everything yeah. that's going on. And, and And let's not spoil it. But we will definitely get into that. Uh, but I did want to hear Tim after last, last Jesus after last week's show. You had we had talked about this um, the bad sports, the bad bets. What was the 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 documentary that you finished? The Netflix documentary, Bad Sport. Bad yes, Sport. The first right? episode about um, Arizona State. 
Right. And so Ask him. this is worth a watch. Correct? This is did what you, you watch it or no, no? I did not. I have not yet. Okay. No, no. All right. That's fine. There's no need to spend too much time on it. But oh my God, is it an absolute worth watch? And if you gamble at all, <laughs> you have to watch this. It's incredible because, I mean, I don't know how else to, how else to say it, but the fix is in. Oh and boy. <laughs> I've been starting to see some things with the NFL this year where. Okay, let me just put it to you this way. Tampa, okay, uh, Tampa at Philly last Thursday night, right? Yep. Okay, so the spread was six and a half, and it didn't move. And, you know, Tampa is a public play, so everybody bets Tampa. You know, your girlfriend could bet Tampa. Your wife might bet Tampa. Anybody that wants to bet on sports casually is going to bet Tom Brady. And here's a Thursday night nationally. I mean, I guess you can call it nationally televised as long as Fox or Amazon actually broadcasts it. But that being said, it's a it's a national play and everyone's going to put their money on Tom Brady. So the line is Tampa minus six and a half. I go to bed 28 to seven. I did not bet the game. I wake up and the final score was 28 to 22. Okay. (laughs) So, sportsbooks won, Vegas won, half point. I also woke up at the same time to a text from my old real-life bookie that I don't use anymore. (laughs) And his text basically read, how many times have I told you, don't you ever tell me this shit ain't fixed? And it really kind of struck a chord with me and I am hearing his text and I remember his voice and I still talk to him sometimes because he's a family friend but I'm just kind of like oh my god like he's right and he he used to be a big time gambler who switched to being a bookie because he was like fuck this I'm on the wrong side of this right yeah tired of losing money right yeah I mean I'm watching this game tonight okay it's 10-7 now finally third quarter's uh ticking down but the whole first half, Bridgewater, I mean, Bridgewater on that drive where they just scored, he looked great. Young, spry, Teddy Bridgewater. First half, he's limping off the freaking field every play. And I'm just sitting here going, fix, because all the money is on Denver tonight because Baker's out and Hunt's out and Chubb's out and we're dealing with Case Keenum and, you know, bullshit, bullshit. <clears throat> Well, and so okay. I just, I just, you know, and then you watch this bad sport episode that you're bringing up to me and it just, mm, it just, it works for me. I, I'm starting to really separate and understand what could actually be going on with the amount of money that is going around in professional sports. I wouldn't doubt it if Bridgewater just is told just fucking suck for two quarters. Lose the first half line. You will give you an extra, you know, hundred grand or so. I'm telling you. I mean, there's just it too just much sound, money involved. It is. I know, but it is. It, it's a federally backed industry, right? And obviously, we saw it with uh, the NBA. And was it Delaney right? Tim uh, or uh, yeah, Don- McEnany? No. What's what the hell is his name? The the ref. 
Tim. That was an incredible podcast. Donahue. That, Donahue. Uh, Donahue. Donahue. Denny. Yeah. Denny. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. 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 That was what. That was what. Um. Uh. <laughs> the fuck's his name? MMA guy. <laughs> Sorry, Art. Oh, Art. <laughs> Great listen, the Art Dennehy. Art Dennehy? You know what I'm talking wow. about. Wow. Wow. The Tim listen, Den- I told you Dennehy. I got drunk Don- pre-show. Donahue. I'm telling you. It, I think I it's, just, it's, it's in play, PJ. I'm sorry. It's all it I will say is... There's like, just too much money going on in these sports, and there is just too much bullshit I'm not gonna deny. place in these games. I'm not going to deny that something isn't happening, but... The NFL to me seems so difficult to to fix. To, to okay, fit, let me not, ask you, did fit, you watch just even the, just like, did you watch the Sunday night game? Uh, yeah, for the most part, I think. Okay, so oh, case. Oh, I needed that Landry touchdown. You fucking scrub. All right, so that's why you're losing all your fantasy games because you're counting on Jarvis Landry. No, it's it's a league that has like, I have with two flex, I have six receivers. Shut up. Alright, <laughs> so the Pittsburgh game, right? They complete the, okay, here it is. Um, Medcalf catches the ball, turns, takes like four steps, and then the ball gets punched out of his hand. Yep. Do, you, do you recall this play? Yep, yep, yep. yep. Okay. So it gets punched out of his hand, recovered by another player on his team. Oh, no! That's not a touchdown. He was down. All right, anyway, so the ball gets recovered. Then they scramble to spike it, and with one second left on the clock, the refs blow the whistle because the previous play is under review. Okay. How was that not a catch by Metcalf? He turned... And ran at least three yards before it was knocked out of his hand. So this is something I've been harping on, and I'm going to continue to harp on, and I'm going to bring it up for the Bills game when we talk about that as well. But whenever the game is about to end, the zebras fucking get involved. I mean, there was zero reason. I mean, they would have spiked it with one second and kicked the field goal anyway. But why do they have to get involved? Why are the officiating from New York calling in to stop play when Metcalf not only clearly caught the ball, but like he moved it three yards before it was knocked out of his hand? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I, to I'm me, not, yeah, I listen. Yes, things like that. I I can't. To me, deny. that's nonsense, man. I'm just kind of like, hold on. They just got to get involved to get involved. It's just becoming. It happens at every game that starts at 4:25 on a Sunday. It happens every Sunday night. It happens every Monday night. I hope it happens tonight when we're on air, so I, it could just <laughs> prove my point. But I'm just getting sick and tired of that aspect. Yeah. I, right. And, and then it it compounds with Collinsworth and Romo. And sitting through those dick bags, which we're all bitching about. Oh, yeah. The yeah, I mean, and, and all, all this conversation is doing is supporting how we were talking pre-show, that it's becoming slightly unwatchable. I mean, granted, both our teams are awful. Dog shit, yeah. But yeah. And it's also... But man, it's, not, it's tough to watch right it's, now. It's the constant 
just peppering of sportsbook apps and and gambling apps and so like I, I think the I more and more that the NFL and the the state legislature legislative you know the house whatever the state laws allow this to happen the more it becomes feasible or whatever you want to say i mean it just there is too much money involved and i agree at end of games there's a lot that doesn't seem to go as it should like the layman doesn't agree you know the everyday man doesn't agree with what's happening on the field but somehow some way the three people that are making the decision make it go the other way. I don't know. It's weird, but we don't have to get into it too much. I just, uh, I was curious because uh, after last week, bad yeah, sport. What are we doing? You're not getting, no, I'll do a whole hour on this. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we got to talk about tonight. That's As we right. sit here and watch baseball okay, I and I you. saw. I'm going to bring it up again in the Bills game. <laughs> saw memes about that. the the behind the plate umpires missing, you know, 21 strikes. I mean, that's a whole nother thing oh, that is. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, baseball and basketball seems so much more, so, so much easier to influence the game uh, more so than football. But if there's seven of them on the take, Hey, what can you do? What can you do with that? though, TM, let's, yeah. let's start this off. I want to talk for less than three minutes about the sport and i'm, I'm stalling because i'm looking for a sounder which i can't find that baseball starts this week or started this week oh no basketball give me the ball because i'm gonna dog it all right, Tim, you watching the, the NBA? Nope. All right, next. That's not true. I actually Ooh. watched um, Golden State Lakers. I watched the end of that, and I watched a little uh, Denver Phoenix. As well as, of course, the Knicks overtime victory over the Celtics last night. Woo! NBA, MSG, motherfucker! And then Julius Randle throws the ball into the stands after the victory in double overtime, and he gets fined! I love it. You gotta be fucking kidding me, man. They're all no fun leagues, right? I mean, they geez, are. They I really are. I mean, and the shit. NFL with the all the taunting shit is oh. one thing. But oh. yeah, I was I laughed when I saw the Randall shit this morning. I was just like, all right, whatever. I mean, he doesn't. It doesn't affect him. It's one less like bar tab. Yeah. Is there anything with the NBA this season that piques your interest? Anything that? A hundred percent. Yeah, my home so. team, uh, the Knicks, man. I'm excited. I mean, everybody was excited about them last year, and where where did they end up? Seventh place. They made the playoffs. It doesn't matter, it's East, dude. You're the an playoffs. Eastern Conference dude, fan. My my son's little league basketball team makes the playoffs. Yeah, literally. Fine. What ten but, of ten of nine or ten? I can't even keep track. 
It's ridiculous. Just well, if you pay money. What is your point? That who cares I if they make I the playoffs? I can't watch the NBA because of because your son's team makes the playoffs. No, no, no I'm saying my son's team. It's could ridiculous. Make, could make the NBA playoffs. Oh, get out of here! It's like under 500 makes the playoffs. That's not an accomplishment. No, that's no. Come on, stop. That's not true. The Knicks. The Knicks will be probably 43 <laughs> and 41 this year and make the playoffs. <laughs> no, dude. I'm. I'm. I am excited as you are. Uh, my teams are young. Uh, Cade Cunningham, yeah. number one pick overall, still hasn't played and he's hurt. That's great. Um, PJ, I gotta be honest with you. I think that the COVID bubble season actually has like birthed an interest for me in the sport. I mean, cause the joke with the show always was with Chad C like, I'm like, fuck the NBA, but I gotta be honest. I mean, I'm I'm pretty interested. And Is it a gambling thing? 80, 82 and 100. No, I'm trying not to gamble on that sport. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> not to the playoffs. I'll bet every night. Don't worry. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's cool. The thing with the NBA that I really do like is that it's it's the – I'm trying to see how I should put this. But it's the stars. The, the stars of the league – like I can sit down if my wife goes to bed early on a Wednesday and ESPN is airing two West Coast teams, it's worth watching like the all-stars that are like in the game. Oh, you know no, what I mean? Absolutely. The all-stars. There's a well, lot of stars in the NBA right now. There was, really is. It, it used to be like what team like, well, LeBron's now with Wade and Bosch and now we got the big three. And But like when LeBron took the big three to L.A. with Davis – it's kind of like all, a lot of other teams have two, three now also. And I got to tell you another thing, locally with Brooklyn, with Durant, I mean, I can't get away from it. So it's it's worth watching. I, I took Durant over in points opening night, totally smashed that by a half point. But, hey, you know, it's it's story. It's it's uh, drama. I'm into it. I, I, think, I really am. I, I think you make a, a good point where – the the young stars have stepped up and and maybe I don't know if this is the NBA being you know their their marketing campaign or just the way that they're allowing their players to become stars but you're absolutely right they you can watch a West Coast game you can watch a 10 p.m. TNT game and you might get Dallas versus Portland which you know doesn't seem they're not it's not LA, it's not New York, it's not, you know, yeah, but I'm Boston. watching Dame all, yeah. all day in all that day. game. All day. Yeah. And the the big names, you know, the LeBrons and even the Durants. I mean, I mean Durant's probably still the best player in the league. He's not the new young up and coming star of the league. And all these guys that are so based around the league are are finding their own footing which which 100 i'm i'm with you i'm watching more of it and you're right it was a joke on this show for a long time but and maybe you're right maybe it was covid that covid uh disney bubble oh i just i i got so into it i don't know there was just something about it that really worked for me and I'm kind of just springboard from there yeah absolutely and i look at the um, lakers and you watch LeBron and AD and you watch Westbrook and I'm just, I'm just kind of like, ugh. Wait, Westbrook, did you watch any of opening night? I did watch a little bit of that, uh, okay. of the LA LeBron game. LeBron was phenomenal. 
hitting threes like he was t- like 28 years old. It was I was impressed. But uh yeah, Westbrook was ugh. Yeah, well that's I mean I think that's, that's going to blow I mean prediction after one night. <laughs> but I think it is kind of what I thought when they brought him in too. I mean, I don't know if that's going to work there. I I mean, I, I think he's just he's kind of just just kind of done. I I this these guys kind of just fall off this plateau pretty pretty quickly. But then you get a guy like well, I'll tell you um a couple interesting takes. Uh, Golden State beating the Lakers that night. You have um, Curry, you know, coming off the injury and stuff. He doesn't go for thirty, but he has a triple double. Right. So that's that's something to appreciate. Well, and we're still sitting there waiting on Clay Thompson. Like, I mean, I know he's yeah, he's an Achilles, I, I right? So he would be playing. It's, and he's close. Like, he's not close. I, yeah. He's close, but he's still in street clothes on the bench. Uh-huh. Yeah, but yeah, Golden State's like a trendy overpick on wins for the season. Um, you know, I, I uh, what's his face? What what's the what's the guy in the middle? Green, Draymond. Draymond. I mean, he's a little old at this point. Yeah, I just don't know if that team can you know win the conference, if you will, with teams like Denver and Phoenix. So Chris Paul had a nice game, even though they lost. Well, then my boy um, Jordan Poole, who was on that Michigan yes, team from a couple yes. years ago, like you know, he's these all these guys, and that's the thing is, none of the players. I shouldn't say none, but most of the players come in at college. They're never ready, especially like the role players. But then there are guys that come in and they they make a splash three years later, and you don't know. I mean, maybe you know, and as role players, they're they can do that, right? Yeah, as the stars kind of make their way you know it's the you know Devin Booker and guys who finally get some guys around them in Phoenix and you know make a splash so I'm excited it's uh I will say I'll probably halfway through the season be like "Eh, all right let's get to the playoffs but yes agreed but for now it's you know it's so close to it with COVID and everything, I mean, hockey comes back quick, and then NBA. I thought used to start like first week of November, so they're kicking in before Halloween. So there's a little abruptness to all that too. So we've got four sports going on right now at once, and um, I mean, but I, I welcome the NBA, man. I welcome the NBA because yes, I'm enjoying baseball, which you're about to talk about, and it's like anything but football for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll, you know, I love my Bama, but yeah. Oh, God. That's All right, why let's, the NBA is uh, Oh, fucking Freddie Freeman. Get out of here. Oh, I'm brave. Where's my, where's my tomahawk? I need it. I need it. All right, let's talk about a little bit of college football. College Roundup. PJ will break it down. Just give him time. College Roundup. TM ain't got no fucking clue. He went D3. Uh, I have nothing to say about college football from last week. TM, you're up. Okay. The most important thing <laughs> to discuss about college football is Bama got back on track and covered the first half. And Woo! then they also smacked for the game, too. That's right. Uh, but, yeah, I watched uh, zero college football this weekend. My team was off, so that means I had an off week. 
and uh, Michigan needs to win this weekend against Northwestern. If they don't, I'm not coming on the show. And then it will be the 7-0 Michigan Wolverines against the 7-0 Michigan State Spartans next weekend for all the marbles, or at least bragging rights, which I don't care as much about anymore. But it's uh, I think it's going to show what actually happens uh, and how this season with the Big Ten is going to go. Um, but we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, I... Uh... Like I said, Bama covered first half in the game, so I had good financial Saturday. Um, since it's Thursday, shows dropping Friday. I'm, let's do a quick look ahead. I'm looking at Ohio State to smoke, and uh, yeah, I'm looking at Michigan. I'm not betting on Michigan. I did bet on Ohio State, but I'm not betting on Michigan. But I would figure it's time for you guys to smoke there as well Ugh. um i know but forget the points just win the game right i mean that's what it's all yeah, about i mean the penn point, state though. loss was tough because of the injury when i oh that was two weeks ago iowa shitting the bed oh yeah yeah Iowa shitting against, the bed against Purdue. Yeah. holy shit but oh my God. i don't know I mean, as expected though it's it's expected, and we had talked that. I, I mean, none of us thought. Well, I don't think any expected, of the teams. PJ, are the reason it's expected is because they're not Alabama and they're not Georgia. So yeah, you lose. I mean, really, it's still two teams and everybody else. I understand Bama lost a game, but I still expect fully expect Bama to run the table and be in the playoff. I actually think Ohio State getting better every week is going to run the table and be in the playoff. Really, the team that is still sitting in the top four it, that is kind of like, who's going to take this team out is Cincinnati. I've yeah. watched Cincinnati every two. week. They're two. It's I mean, crazy. What does that tell you right now? That I mean, there football. could be a two-loss team in the top four, really, the way things yeah. are going. But Florida didn't do themselves any favor struggling last week. It's a different kind of year. I mean, Georgia... Really, the team to watch right now is like, can Georgia just close it out? And Michigan at six, if you go seven and zero and then beat Michigan State, I mean, you could be the three or four. Yeah, and they and all of that will work out in the Big Ten because everybody plays everybody. State, correct. Michigan, correct, right. Ohio State, and Penn State all will play each other, and it'll all get worked out. And then they're going to play some garbage team on the west, the Western Division of the Big Ten. Uh, but it's. I don't know. There's it's something about this year. There, I, I just feel like there are no good teams. Except well, Georgia. I mean, I think Georgia's good, and, and I think Alabama's good. I think they just had an off week. Yeah. And I, well, think, I think you're Flo- right. I think Florida's pretty good. I think Ohio State's getting better. I wouldn't say that there's no good teams, but I would just say that there is a chance this year for maybe – you know, a little bit of a shakeup. I mean, Georgia does still have to play Alabama. Am I correct on that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if Alabama beats Georgia, then there's no undefeated teams unless we're start talking about, like, Central Carolina or, you know, Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati, but you still have to maybe. beat somebody. But if they go undefeated and uh, – I don't know. I mean, it's – there's yeah, there's not much to talk about right now. We're kind of in this lull. We started, you know, conference play, and now we're, you know, just kind of – we're working it out. We're working it out. But yes, but that being said, I think the start of conference play 
it's, it's exciting. I think I said it last week too. It's like it's awesome to look ahead and see that there's no more gimmies on any of these team schedules. Let's get down to business. Yeah, I love it. Yep, I love Saturdays. I love them. <laughs> that's for different reasons than most people, but that's okay. And that is not a catch for my that's receiver. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Born a gambling man. All right, let's uh, <laughs> so let's, let's talk some baseball. All right, let's do this. Let's, we still don't have baseball. All right, so I'm sitting here watching Braves Dodgers like yourself, and I change back to football in time to see Landry. Catching a ball, according to the officials, that is clearly not a catch. I watched 30 seconds of them run the play three times, and I said, I'm going back to baseball. I cannot tolerate the NFL. We're going to have to look at it 15 times. We're going to have to watch a minute of commercials, come back, look at it 15 more fucking times when we already know it's not a catch. You know what's funny is you sit there you sit there and say that and now we're 30 minutes into our show and we've probably talked about the nfl for 15 of them well yeah but that's because we watch it i mean i think the shift is is happening we've already like promoted the nba and we're about to talk about a sport that we've watched more than the nfl over the last week yeah and i i i mean i I agree with you. I've I've had this Dodgers uh, Braves game on since we came down here. I haven't tuned into a second of the Thursday night football game. Now, much of that has to do with the shit show that it is, and the fact that the Browns are hey in shambles. It says something. It says something. We are finding other things to watch during NFL broadcasts. It's three years ago that would not be the case. Last year would not be the case. The pendulum is swinging in different directions, my friend. So this series. Yes. So Braves Braves, currently leading three to one. I'm saying in the series. Same as last year. Same as last year. So that's the big uh, headline for the series. Right. Second year in a row, Braves up 3-1 on the Dodgers. This series, though, the mojo in this series I mean, you know me. I hate the Braves. I'm a Mets fan. What? Stop. Uh, games one and two, though. The ninth inning is basically what I caught in this in both games. And, I mean, you can't, besides the uh, tomahawk chop that had me literally nauseous. I mean, I felt like it was the 90s. Oof, <laughs> not good, man. I did not. I literally was sitting on the couch like, I'm going to stay up and watch this because I'm all about personal torture. <laughs> it was awful. Oh, my God, dude. And by the way, why do the Washington football team have to change their name? And the, the Cleveland Indians. Continue- I don't understand this. And I- the Indians. I don't understand this. But that's for off season. Yes. <laughs> it's been a really good series. It Fascinating has. to me. Fascinating to me that the Dodgers tonight again – go with a bullpen game with the starting pitching with Joe Kelly. Yeah. Um, I did not realize, honestly, until I finally did research after seeing that Joe Kelly was the starter, that Kershaw was out for the year. I did not do enough due diligence prior. But, uh, I mean, Urias not starting till game four. You had uh, Bueller. Oh, brutal. 
I mean, everything has been working in Atlanta's favor here. Yeah, one, Justin and, Turner just pulled his hammy last night. I assume he's on I think that's a benefit. He sucks. Uh, well, I mean, they got Pujols starting tonight, and he's actually two for, I think two for two now with a walk. Guy is ageless. That's crazy. Yeah, he's had some it good is. at bats. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it's six to two right now. It's in the sixth, and but we've seen this in multiple games. Um, kind of big leads, you know, nothing insurmountable, but teams coming back. And uh, well, you figure this game. I mean, Atlanta. You know, they're going to try to win, of course, but they got two at home to close it out. So yeah. the series is working in their favor. I've got. The Dodgers minus one and a half tonight, so they better fucking cover because they blew they blew up my parlay last night when I had them on the money line. Um, but Atlanta, Freddie Freeman, dude. I mean, Freddie Freeman has just been incredible. Some of his at bats, and then you've got the two guys behind him. I, uh, you know, the nauseum with which I go through watching this series is just. I mean, I really well, it's, just it's one guy say. after the other stepping up and, you know, if it's not one, it's the other. It's or... so impressive. I mean, you've got no Acuna. Yep. And just, oh, man. But, hey, listen, it's, you know, they were hot second half. I mean, the Mets were in first place at the All-Star break. Not like anybody around here was confident we were going to close it out, but Atlanta was the favorite at the beginning of the season. And... You know, they got hot at the right time, and they've they've just continued to roll here. And uh, it makes me nauseous. But at the same time, I, I can respect it. And uh, we'll see what happens, though. I mean, Dodgers looking to win tonight, gets it 3-2, go back down to Atlanta. Anything can happen. Same story as last year. So a lot of that in this series. You know, there's a lot of that in this series. Like, you watch and say, all right, well, they did it last year. And Cody Bellinger having some big at bats in this postseason after hitting like under 200 in the regular season. Yeah, then they were and yes. every postseason inter, inter, post game interview with him. He looks like he's so baked he can't even open his eyes. I mean, it's like <laughs> they were talking about it tonight. Eight, batting yeah. eighth all season, right? They're talking that, that fans wanted him, you know, benched essentially, and he's been yeah, coming yeah. up in big spots all you know postseason long. But yeah, I I mean I'm excited. Um, you know, I'm not a, a huge fan of Jack Peterson and his pearl necklace. I'm not sure what that's all about, but that was you his know. head. <laughs> but there have been, like you said, there have been plays on both sides of the ball by both teams that have made this a very exciting watch. And unlike, I shouldn't say unlike, but what is happening in the Astros Red Sox series where it's like it's a guarantee or a mandate that they have to score Absolutely. nine runs. I mean, what the hell? I take uh, I, I've taken the over every night and I've only lost game one. Yeah, and the game one it was still a five to it was six nine. game. It was right? nine, right? Or whatever, five to four. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Every time I look, it's nine to two, <clears throat> nine to three, and it's early. It seems like it's super early. It's like Dodgers go well, up nine nothing. It's like what? What's right. well, the about? most fascinating thing about that series is the grand slams because in the uh, what was it so game two, 
Boston hit two grand slams. They're up eight nothing after two innings. They had a grand slam in each inning, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And then at home in game three, they hit a slam in I think the first or second inning of that game. It's been so people unreal. were already like anointing the Red Sox the American League champion, but you know, you can't count out cheaters because they know how to cheat. So <laughs> but honestly, it, it I mean, it's American League National League, right? Yeah. I mean, American League is offense, National League is defense. I'm not going to say, you know, we're having this like fantastic two to one every night in the NL, but the AL is all about offense. And it's funny too, because Boston up two one, it was like, oh, Boston's around here. All Yankee fans are like, well, we're just betting on the Red Sox to go to the World Series because that just softens the blow. The blow, right. Yeah. Ain't working because Houston snapped out of it. Yeah. And we'll see you tomorrow. Houston- yeah, three to two. Big, big game tomorrow night, Friday night. Absolutely. Listen, PJ. One of the, I mean, and you know I don't like Atlanta, but oh my what? god, what the Houston Astros, bro, the most unlikable roster of players ever. The only thing that could make them more unlikable is if Garrett Cole was still on the team and Verlander. <laughs> All right. Oh, come on, dude. I hate Altuve. I hate Correa. I well, they all hate had, Grunt. I don't like this team. They all ever. had issues before we knew they were cheaters. Yes. And now that you know they're cheaters, it makes it that much worse. Yeah. By all means. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Anyway, so yeah, we'll sit here. We'll watch the end of this game as we go through here. And then, yeah, we'll see uh, game six Friday night. ALCS and I mean God, I don't know I don't know what's I'm worse. I'm betting the over, I'll tell you that. I don't know what's worse. <laughs> the Red Sox or the Astros, I'm not so sure, but I'll take the Braves. Continue to move forward. They would be their first World Series since ninety nine. Yeah, they don't. I mean, the the I think the my prediction as of this moment is the AL wins the series. I mean, I mean, I like Atlanta and stuff, but no, I don't. And they're surprising right. the Dodgers. So, well, and hey, I mean, Noah Fant. Hey, there you go. See, you're still you're still on football. I switched still back. on football. I switched back. I switched back to see an injury. Now I'm going back to baseball. All right. Well, let's go back to football then. <laughs> whoa, 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 NFL roundup. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's the one. I'm happy. Always happy. Good, good. All right. Well, uh, I don't know, TM. What uh, we, we talked a little pre-show. We're not going to rehash last week. We're already into week, are week seven now. We're into seven? week seven. So seven. we're so, okay. So this is what I discussed with you earlier in the week. So with the new 17 game schedule, we are officially one third of the way, six weeks out of 18 through the season. So, I mean, I don't even want to sit here and discuss like who's this and that. And we got one yeah. undefeated team and blah, blah, blah. But I will say that, to me, the overwhelming topic out of the first six weeks of the season is the officiating. And 
I just hate to harp on it, but I'm just so fucking tired of it, man. Is it, okay, is it the officiating or is it just the rules? Well, we already discussed the Pittsburgh game with this. I think it's the officiating, honestly, because I bitched about the whole Pittsburgh thing. And then during the Bills game Monday night, it's like every time a flag was thrown, which was like every third play, there was like it took minutes for these guys to get together, chat it out. I mean, Kerry kept saying to me, what is going on here? And I think Bylanox said something in the group. I, I turned to Kerry at one point. And I said, this is like me and my buddies meeting on the green, playing golf. Now we're going to discuss what we're going to do here. I mean, it was in the Monday night game especially. It was weird how every time a flag was thrown, the boys got together. And I'm just starting to feel like they the are too are much upset. a part of the game, dude. They are. We've talked about it. We wanted, we wanted it's replay. In your we face wanted, than recently. Yeah, we wanted replay. We wanted all this shit. This was 15 years ago. We wanted the game to get called correctly. And then last year we even had, I don't know. But last but, year we okay. had. It's just that it's not. It's of course it's not. I mean, things are fixed, but at the same time, there's other thing. We're just wasting too much time with other bullshit. Well, yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, okay. it's a very vague statement, but we're all watching the sport. Like it sucks. It hey Bridgewater, one hundred percent is to the point where we we wanted replay to make the calls correct now replay has has become a crutch for the officials on top of all of the safety factors that that have been put in it is to the point where you can't sit down and like relax and enjoy like i think like you were saying with Kerry, I mean, you're watching your own team. There are so many breaks to him that I can't even get into games. Yes. That's exactly my biggest thing is at least with baseball, and it's a much slower sport, you get a commercial and then you get the inning, you get the half inning, and you are invested watching that half inning, seeing that team try to make a comeback. Yes. The NFL, it's 45 minutes for three and a half seconds. It's it's horrid. It's absolutely horrid. Not to mention, as I you know alluded to earlier, like the rules have made have made it so the defense can't even play. Did you see this? Uh, roughing the passer call in the Atlanta or in the uh, Arizona game. Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? Kyler Murray did not even fall down. The guy put his hands on him almost to like be like, "Sorry, bro." Kyler Murray did a little pirouette, stayed on his feet, and they got called for roughing the passer. 
Why don't you just put red jerseys on them and make it make it flag football for yeah, the quarterback? Exactly, exactly. And there was one. Uh, what was the one in the uh, Philly Tampa game where? Uh, oh, did Brady get like rolled up on? In or? yes, the, the the ref stepped in the middle to stop the call. I mean, and it was just it was just Brady and the guy John. And then, oh, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they threw the flag on that. Oh, oh my listen. God. Dude, if, I mean, we're way, we're a week past that game, so we can't spend a lot of time on yeah, it at all. But all I, I told I you mean, the fix was in on that game. I'm telling you, man, there was just so uh, much uh, nonsense in that game. And so, yes, I'm agreeing with you 100% on this point. It is just, uh, I mean, you know, you never, you can never get, like, when, okay, so a team goes three and out, they punt. And then you watch the offense run on the field and they don't cut to commercial. It is probably the most exhilarating <laughs> moment of any watch for me because I'm like, yes, 10 minutes of footage. Well, that's I mean, we should probably do next week on all the commercials that we can't stand because I'm telling you, like I dream about some of the NFL commercials because you see more of that than the actual action. But it's just so they're so much so addicting to people that they don't care. Now, if you have one of our two teams, now you don't care. Oh Jesus, here we go. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, at the same time, are we? Or is the NFL trying to cater to the daily fantasy? The the fantasy, you know. I mean, who are we catering to at this point? I mean, you and I used to be the people that they wanted watching. Are we now an afterthought? Because we're two people that care a lot and are starting to get sick of this shit. Yeah. So who, um, who are they really catering to? I don't know. That's a good question because I think the fantasy, the fantasy hype has died. Not like died, but I know a well, lot of people. This year, for I mean, this, just not to cut you off, but this year. But you did. I mean, no, just the fuck. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> the injuries. Oh yeah, I mean this year is yeah, this year is fucked. It's a mess. I mean, but I was just saying, like my wife used to be super into. I know a lot of people that have kind of just bailed on fantasy in general, and I think it's it's not guys like you and me or just people, anybody. Who, but I think it's just the the lack of interest in the league, and and, and proves the point that we're talking about. I yeah. think that has has really died down. Um, but it's I, I, it's fascinating. I if, if you if you would document our career on the binge sports cast, it's like we used to promote the fact that we cared about nothing else but the NFL. And now here we are, October 2021, and we were itching pre-show to talk about NBA, MLB, college football, and having to talk about this league. You know, I mean, and the things that we want to talk about. That. The things that we want to talk about is us bitching about what's been going on in the league. Yeah. It's not a good thing. And it's, I don't know how much good we've talked about, right? I think, and in fairness, as we talked on the top of the show, the Bills-Titans game was actually a pretty entertaining game. I now, feel like you guys the- might have... Different, you know, me as a no, no. more casual, uh, non uh, fan of either team or however you want to say, like, I thought it was it was a fun watch. How about that? 
Okay. I think – okay. I'm not a Bills fan. My wife's a Bills fan. Sorry. I think, though, <laughs> two back-to-back weeks, Sunday night and then Monday night, what we got was the Bills – I mean, listen. You're looking at the number one offense and the number one defense in the NFL ranking-wise, right? So it's kind of like over the past few years checking in on a Chiefs game. Yeah. Right. You're, yeah, you're I right. Mean, the That's Bills a good are point. Much, they're a must-watch. So, so in essence, the NFL is doing the right thing in Week Five and Week Six by putting the Bills in prime time because it's entertaining to the casual fan that isn't a fan of that team. You know, right. I have a little yeah. extra juice in the matchup, but at the same time, hell yeah, man, I want to sit down and watch a Bills game. It's Josh Allen. Yeah. It's Stefan Diggs. It's Emmanuel Sanders, right? And it's it's the number one defense in the league. Yes, I want to watch that game. And I think that that's what you're getting. Like a game like tonight, like, you know, if if Baker, Chubb, and Hunt were playing, it's like, yeah, I want to see this Cleveland team that is basically, you know. A Madden a sh- team? I mean, like, the team you'd put together that should be good. But. Yeah, I mean, like, this is an AFC conference championship game team. I mean, we're talking yeah. about the Bills, we're talking about the Chiefs, we're talking about the Browns, and we're talking about the Chargers, right? I mean, that's the AFC right now. But now, all of a sudden, we got to throw the Titans into the mix because they beat the Bills. Yeah, Derrick I mean, Henry. I completely like disagree with that argument. Points, you know, but we're only six weeks in, so the Bills are four and two. The Titans are four and two, so I guess they have to be in the conversation, right? I mean, but that—that—that's like how that's how I look. At, I mean, obviously, that's how you look at it week to week with the NFL. I mean, it's it's all about who's going to be in the postseason. So uh, last week, I said the Bills are the—it's their conference to lose. I said once they if they can get past Tennessee this week. They're going to fucking win every game until they get to the second week in December when they play Tampa. Okay, so they stumbled on the road Monday night in Tennessee. You know what? That shit happens. But at the same time, I have lost zero confidence in Buffalo. I love McDermott as a coach. I just think this team can come out every night with a business mentality, and I think that beating Kansas City as well as they did – Week five probably played a little bit of a factor into the Tennessee loss. Jesus Christ, though, where was the defense? Because, I mean, you can allow Derrick Henry to run for a 75-yard touchdown and let PJ's fantasy team beat mine. But that being said, you could still slow that team down. But it was like the entire second half. Ryan Tannehill looked like complete fucking trash the entire first half. But then the second half, all of a sudden, A.J. Brown wakes up. Yeah, you know, stuff like that first, kind of yeah. bothers me when it's like one half, you completely shut down Tannehill to Brown. And then the second half, all of a sudden, it's like you can't stop it. I mean, that's where my mind starts thinking, what is going on here? But that being said, hey, look, the D had a bad game. You're on the road. You lost the game. I still think Buffalo is going to win probably 13 to 14 games. Yeah, I don't disagree. So soft, dude. Well, yeah, especially because of the division they're in. Jets, Dolphins, they get to play Jacksonville. You know, it's like, give me a break. So let's let's talk on the Bills for five seconds. 
what are they going to do at running back? I mean, they clearly don't. Well, that is the weakness, right? That yeah. is the weakness. I mean, is it is it running back or is this? Are they do they do they have the Kansas City chiefism? Like, are they so enamored with Josh Allen that they can't or don't? Maybe it's the Russell Wilson effect. Like, they can't or don't want to run the ball. Well, they certainly Monday night showed you that they think that Josh Allen is their number one running back. Oh, you mean so, when he got stuffed on the goal line? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he slipped. Oh, okay. But he, I just yeah. think that like Singletary and Moss are both like stellar third down backs on like Tampa or you know what I mean? Like they're they're good third down backs. But you said it in the chat, and I totally agree. Buffalo lacks that power runner. Like, they don't have – and even, like, they don't even have a fucking fullback. I mean, they don't have the guy that can get one yard. And Dabble – I mean, I'll give the guy a pass. You know, he just lost people in his family and blah, blah, and all that stuff. But you can't rely on Josh Allen to get the one yard, especially when you've tried to do it three times in the game. So the opposing defense knows what you're going to do. And that's exactly what happened at the end of that game. Yeah. I don't threw the offensive line aside. No no shit on McDermott, bro. You you absolutely go for that. To me, I said to Kerry, this is the same situation as scoring with one second left on the clock and going for two instead of tying the game. I mean, I was in complete agreement with the move. I agree. I didn't didn't have an issue with the move at all. But they're not going to hand it off to... Singletary or Moss to try to get that yard. So, but that what inherently what, is the that's problem. My, that's your that's point. The problem. I'm, I'm, right. I'm supporting your point. Yeah, I don't have a problem like with they should, them they going should have signed or, Latavius Murray off the street instead of Baltimore because Murray could maybe get you the yard where your yeah. two scrawny little guys that are third down backs are not going to get it. You know, who's this guy going into the end zone? Oh my god! I mean, this is like you know fantasy. I thought you were watching baseball. Players? Let's go. Let's go. All right. Let's talk about trades. Deshaun Watson's going to be a dolphin. You're an asshole. No, he's not. No, he's not, dude. I mean, all right. So, yesterday, was it just yesterday? Chad's voicemails or no? Oh, yeah. We Okay. Let's play the voicemails. But, I mean, he called like two days. They're not going to be about that. So, yeah. Let's play those. I need a break. I need a break. Let me play a second. Let's get some Vikings talk out of the way. Jesus, here we go. Miss another field goal. 
Call in. What up, Ben Sportscast? It's your boy, the Duke. And I thought I'd call in on this lovely Saturday. Saturday? Before uh, my Vikings Ooh. play tomorrow, so we don't have to deal with any of that bullshit. Um, Fair. So you guys can tell me to fuck off. Do the fuck, fuck off. off. Um, but I don't know if this has been really discussed yet or not on the show. I don't recall it, so I'm bringing it up. Uh, this year's Super Bowl halftime show has been announced. We have Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, and Eminem. Uh, what oh, are your sorry, thoughts? Sorry, fell asleep. This is always a big deal. I think it's more of a big deal than it really needs to be, like judging it and, oh, that was trash, whatever. Um Super Bowl's in L.A., right? Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, all huge influencers of hip-hop in L.A., California especially. Um, so I think this is huge. I think it's a big deal. I'm a massive Eminem fan. I really like Kendrick Lamar. Um, I don't what? know if you guys listen to any <laughs> rap or whatever. How do you think that's going to play? Is it going to be good? Do you guys care? What are your no. thoughts? I absolutely think it'll be fire. Um, just a massive fan of all those people. Fire! I think she's a legend in herself. Who? Uh, so, yeah. Suck about a dick. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, listen, Chad. I appreciate the call. I When the news dropped, I was like, eh, all right. And that's literally... The end of my reaction. It's the Super Bowl halftime show. It doesn't like. It's not this this thing that is this like rejuvenation or or or. I, I don't. I don't even. I don't. I don't know what to like. Yeah, I'm just Snoop, enjoying you taking this. I. I, I don't listen. <laughs> I like Eminem. I'm I like in a tequila bottle right now, so I don't care. <laughs> I like Dr. Dre. I like Snoop Dogg. Do I need to see them at the halftime show? No, because it's usually shit. That's the number one thing. It's usually shit. All right, Paul. Well, I just almost filled up 750 <laughs> milliliters of pee. I just want you to know that. Oh, love Here's the deal. Here's the deal with the Super Bowl halftime show. I mean... It doesn't really matter, but exactly. I go to a Super Bowl halftime show every year at my uncle's, and you have my eccentric aunt who is obsessed with Madonna, and so that happened. And my wife is there getting cranky because she doesn't like who this person is, or she liked Katy Perry, or we had to deal with fucking Bruno Mars. And then you've got my aunt when it was Bruce, and it was like, oh, I've seen 250 fucking Bruce shows, and this is the greatest moment, 12 minutes of my life, and... Listen, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> let this year play out, and it's great. And I have no comment because that's what I have. I have no comment because there's been enough in the media about this, and with the Gruden shit and everything else, it's just no fucking comment. I just don't want to talk about it. All right. Well, that's all I got to say. Thanks for the call, Chad. I'll talk about it after it fucking happens. Yeah, well, exactly. It's, we'll I talk mean, about it in February. If it's great, we'll talk about it. No, for listen, now. I'm excited. I grew up on Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and stuff, and, and that's cool. And it, it could be awesome. But you know what? The unfortunate fact of it all oh. is it's 2021. 
You know, if it was fucking 98 and they were performing, it would be the greatest thing I ever saw. And I'd be fucking 20 years old and it would be so cool. But you know what? It just can't be that anymore because it's 2021. So social media and just people are going to ruin it. You know what? But I I have faith that those guys are going to put on a great 12-minute show. So can we just... Go to the bathroom if you don't want to watch it, and if you do want to watch it, enjoy it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to slam another fucking Bud Light, and I'm going to eat more nachos or wings or whatever is provided at the party that I'm at, and it's going to be fine. And let's please not make it a thing because it means nothing. It will be a thing. That's the problem. And I will watch it. Well, I'm doing my best here, Paul, but you're right. You know, I mean, I don't want to hear this shit, dude. I know. I, it is, I, I will do everything that you did or say that you will do. I won't watch it. And then I'll go home and I'll watch it after everybody bitches about it. Yeah. Make up my own opinion. Be like, okay, it was fine. Because last year, watch whatever shit that was. Who was it? The weekend. I don't even remember. Oh, Somebody, no, remember was, any uh, guys yeah, the, with the bandages? Good, though. No, fuck that. What, whatever. Well, it was just, I just liked how they used the whole feel. Listen, I'm just trying to not hate, man. <laughs> and I'm That's not hating. All. Listen, I hate every halftime show. There's nothing. It's not. Yeah. I mean, how could you, what did you care about Bruce Springsteen when he slid on his knees across the stage? You're from Detroit. What do you care? I don't, I honestly, I don't know the last halftime show that. I loved or like even even was like oh that's cool like we had like the who they they did all like well, Tom they, Petty they did all the old stuff because they were trying to stay wholesome well yeah because now next next topic next <laughs> next call no no we don't need to talk about this it's a sports show yeah what get the off, fuck get off all this. right bye what up Ben sportscast it's what? your boy the Duke oh look Landry's hurt again because TM kind of convinced me I uh, needs a Viking call. And I'm here headed home on Tuesday night. Maybe you're recording already. I don't know. Good one. <laughs> Two dumps tonight to end the season. Thank you very much. Go Hornet. <laughs> but I'm calling about my Vikings. And to be completely honest, I don't give a shit about this team anymore at this point. There you go. Because unless there's a change, it's hard for me to buy in anymore at this point. I can't even remember the games this past weekend. All I remember is we probably should have lost again. We can't kick field goals. And as the season goes on, the more games I watch, and last week's Thursday night game stands out the most to me, uh, is this is the Zebra League. I'm 100% convinced on my boy right here. the Zebra League. That's right. I have no problem if the calls are there. Whatever. You got to make the right calls. But, like, it's the no calls and then, like, the phantom calls that are so aggravating. That Tampa Bay game, they were allowing the corners to do whatever they wanted to to the receivers. It was atrocious. It was ugly. There were several times on commentary, like, uh... You could see that they kind of looked at each other like there was a pause, like, you saw what I saw, right? Yeah, they're not calling it. Literally like that underneath their breath. It's getting ridiculous. The phantom calls. Uh, there was the one in our game this past weekend where it was like roughing the pass. Or there was no, there were a face mask. Just BS. There was nothing there. Hand went across. 
no grab, no nothing. Just, it's getting ridiculous. Nope. Uh, oh, you can't call that. Like, get the game moving, quit with the BS, and call the ones that do matter. I'm over it. Until there's a change in uh, in Minnesota oh, and head really? coach, I, I can't buy in. We have the toughest schedule out of the whole league. We get some wins, it's nice, but we're wasting talent. Patrick Peterson's here. <laughs> Fuck, I'm frustrated. Can you tell? Go Zebras! Is that the end? I think the boys are upset. <laughs> Listen, I was with him on that call until he cried about his own team. That's great. See, I mean, he's he harping on that Thursday night game. Yeah. I'm telling you, he. Uh, listen, Chad, thank you because, yes, you're watching the same fucking league that I am, and the zebras are way too involved. Thank you. Um, but stop with the, with the Viking stuff. You guys suck. The 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 hardest schedule. Cry me a fucking river. You should be. You should have been five and zero oh before you lost a game. So, yeah. I mean. It is, but I listen, mean, but he's, he's harping on the same shit that we're harping on, so yeah. I do appreciate that. See, the problem is all us fans are starting to fucking get a little irritated with the watch, man. I think there's something to be said for that. Well, and especially when your team's not, when your team is struggling like the Vikings. And, yeah, but at least they're know, three and three. Yeah, but what does that do? That's, Our and teams that's the are one now. and 11. <laughs> yeah, but one game against each other, like, I mean, but you're right. I mean, the thing with the Vikings is now, listen, Chad, I mean, Chad's our boy, Chad, Chad's always listening, always calling in. The Vikings are a very nationally um, recognized team because any listen, where it be fantasy or your local station, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you've heard the same shit. Everybody's always said the first three, four weeks of the season, all oh, the Vikings will still be heard from. Because they missed the game, they missed one kick, and no, yeah, it was, it was everyone was so impressed with the offense and stuff. But it's so funny that as soon as that is the case, they now just shit the bed. Well, and it's com- it's Cousins it's when you look at bed. it's like when you look at Denver versus the Vikings, right? Denver, everybody's just like, all right, Denver sucks. Same, I mean, but they've won three games, right? They're three and three or whatever they'll be now, three and yeah, four, about to be three and four, yeah. But nobody's talking about Denver being this, like, oh, you got to, you know. And Minnesota, you're absolutely right, will be, it'll be a tough out for anybody. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a good team either. And so, and I don't want to sit here. We're not, we're not talking about any individual team this week. But, I mean, Chad, you're at least, I mean, you know. TM bitches at you for talking about the Vikings, but at least you're being honest. No, with I just, it's I fine. just, no, not at all. I mean, I pay attention. He's, he's bitching me out in a chat group with you, me, and him saying, like, what are you paying attention to my team for? Well, it's like, well, why wouldn't I? I mean, I'm watching the fucking red zone. I've got your players in fantasy, and the Carolina, their game this week was fucking crazy. And yeah. guess what? That was the game that the end of that game was aired. When the Rams' destruction of the Giants finished. I mean, that's, look, people are watching. You know, I mean, people are watching my fucking team. All right, so let's get to that, TM. Yeah, Deshaun let's, Watson. Yeah, let's, Here we go. Yeah, let's 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 get to that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. So look, news is bottom. come out that Deshaun Watson. Ooh, I'm thinking of the word. Maybe traded to the Dolphins. Nope. I don't even know. I don't even know what the word is I can use because it's all hearsay. 
Uh, yeah, I want to say Deshaun Watson is. Yeah, you is, know who's is, speculating, bro? My wife on Instagram. There's no legitimacy <laughs> to any of this, bro. Yeah, I don't think anybody has sourced anybody at this time. There's no source. It's There's never. No source. We've been doing I, this for three years on this show, bro. I listened to Two an interview. Okay, B- before I delve into the true frustration, I'm listening to an interview on WFAN New York Sports Radio. Top Dog, Manhattan. They are interviewing the guest is from Win Sportsbook. Win Sportsbook. And they are distributing this interview like this guy is some kind of fucking expert. Okay? He knows, man. He this knows. He like, knows the lines. Come on. What does that have to do? <laughs> Stop. Okay, that's my first problem, but it also it also supports my argument to this, okay? Because I, I heard another guy later in the afternoon, and he basically came out and said, look, it's it makes sense if there were no allegations, no 20-plus allegations against this guy as a fucking molester, but there is nothing out of Miami camp, nothing that says... Tua is on the block. Like, there's no talk about any of that. And there's no talk about a trade being eminent for Deshaun Watson. I mean, social media, fucking the internet. Welcome. Welcome to 2022. Stop, dude. Come on, PJ. No, I'm with you, man. I'm, yeah, I'm. Like, I just can't take it anymore. Like, I, I, you know. It's beyond anything. I'm getting texts from listeners, fans, friends, people I haven't heard from in 20 years. Oh, what are you going to do? I mean, can we just put it – let's just lay it out here real quick. Okay. Miami is so bad, right? We are so bad. We have no offensive line. We are like 32nd in every category possible. Except yeah, for maybe thirty like, first. Thanks. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm saying because my team what is, is it? 30. Okay, so we're gonna trade. Okay, first of all, we already blew our first round pick next year because we gave it to Philly. What was that so, for? You texted me it, today. It was to you... trade back from three to six, so Philly could move up, and then we drafted Waddle. It's just, it's just a mess. It's. Just, Forget all that stuff. Anyway, the bottom ahead. line is yes. this: there is it makes no sense to trade for Deshaun Watson. We have offensive line struggles. We have defensive line struggles. We have secondary struggles. We have running. We have no running back to speak of. So why trade whatever we're going to trade? Which apparently Xavier Howard, who is our best secondary or best defensive player, is apparently would be involved in the deal with all these reports. So why are we going to dump everything in the organization to bring in Deshaun Watson, who isn't even allowed to play? Well, that's what my, are we talking about here? Why? And that's all these reports that are coming out, right? So what? How can you None give up true. anything? How can you give up anything for a player that essentially? can't play or 
a team can't afford to let him play. Why is why is Houston not allowing him to play? PR? Yeah. The I league? Mean, come on, he's got like, 20 plus of women course. accusing no, no, no. him. Yeah, and I'm not I'm sorry. I'm not saying this like I'm actually this is more of a rhetorical good like but right. So what exactly. so Miami, so Miami's going to trade to do what? Do what Houston's doing? It or make, or he gets traded no and it magically sense. all goes away. <laughs> Dude, if Tua so was stupid. fucking behind the best offensive line in the league and throwing four picks a week because he was just dumb, okay. You trade for Deshaun Watson. But do you? Tua actually but, I mean, played really good in England last weekend. We just stink. We've got these two new offensive line uh, offensive coordinators who are idiots. They don't know what to do. I mean, look, it's there is no one fix here. Everyone's acting like, oh, if Miami just plays for Desha- uh, trades for Deshaun Watson, they're just going to fix everything and they're going to go off their ten and six season last year. Forget all that. Ten and six last year. That's gone. That is gone. The organization is a disaster at this point. the The GM has blown every pick, every fucking pick. Except for one, and that is Tua. If Tua doesn't pan out, this guy, it was a team last year that went 10 and 6 with nobody, except Fitzmagic, and it was like, okay, here's the blueprint for a rebuild. Miami is the smartest fucking team ever. It's gone from that to they blow the draft. Okay, Waddle, yes, great. But they did not take Najee Harris at 18. They took some fucking old lineman who sucks dick. And I just, like, I read this article today and I'm just like, oh my God. It is a it is disarray, PJ. It is disarray. As bad as Detroit is, I hate to tell you, but number 32 is the Dolphins. They are the worst fucking organization ever. And they are going to lose to the Falcons at home on Sunday. Unless Tua whips it out of his ass, which I think is possible, because I actually like the guy, and you sending me fucking text pictures what? of him in Detroit uniform, and Chad C saying he would take him in Denver in a heartbeat, it just solidifies the facts that are the organization has blown it. This is a fucking mess. The O-line is a fucking disaster, dude. I mean, oh my God, 10 and 6 and missing the playoffs last year to this? I mean, I just want to scream lose every game, but we can't do that because it goes to the Eagles. It is a complete opposite from last year when we earned the fifth fucking pick or the third pick for fucking Houston. Houston, the team that we're going to trade for their molester quarterback. It is a fucking (laughs) disaster. And the only reason I have kept my cool is because, you know what, I just don't fucking care. Because because fucking Devontae Parker can suck my nuts. He is on two of my fantasy teams. Useless. Thank God I didn't fucking draft Fuller because I told everyone and their mother the guy will not play two games. How many games has he played so far this year? One. Useless. This team, the roster is full with a bunch of fucking useless, 
useless fucking players, dude. I mean, what happened here? It is a disaster of epic proportions. If Jared Goff was our quarterback, I would probably have something to hang the left part of my scrotum on. I mean, it is a disaster. It is so bad, PJ. And I'm trying to just not – I don't care. Like, I made plans on Sunday. I'm not watching the 1 o'clock. The Bills have a bye. There's no NFL in my house this Sunday. But holy shit, dude. It is that fucking bad, man. It is I mean, that's – all right. Take a breather. There you go. It's so as you said. I mean, all this, you know. There's there's stories My wife is out yelling at me through text right now. <laughs> I'm too loud. I'm too loud. <laughs> it's funny that it is. It's come to this. Obviously, you have ten games. You win ten games last year, but even last year, there were rumors about Deshaun. And it's the lazy journalism. It's the lazy you know, Instagram and Twitter journalism that has happened these days that they just pick up on it. Like, oh, we, we talked about... Yeah, but everybody uh, picks it up. Right. That's what pisses me off. Right. It's not just right. You're the right internet on the or, or Instagram and, people. And the social media, right? You're right on that. But then like when the local, like when I'm listening to WFEN, for instance, and they're asking people about it in interviews, I'm like, come on, really? Well, that's where they get their news. no validity. That's where they get their news. Because they don't, there's. Why don't you just talk about the Giants and the Jets sucking? Right. Why does why do you have to talk about Deshaun Watson? The that's guy's the news, not even man. active. I know, and that's we were talking about it today. Uh, a couple buddies of mine, and I was saying, why didn't so this happens all the time in real life or whatever? Why didn't uh, Houston? Uh, <laughs> no, that's you. Yeah, we need one of those for you. But why didn't Houston just come out and say, all right, we're going to suspend Deshaun Watson for eight games and then we're going to reinstate him and and just be done with it? Instead, we're sitting here waiting for the NFL to, or maybe, maybe waiting for the legal ramifications to come down. And then waiting for the NFL to make their decision as it pertains to Deshaun. And then we get John Gruden, who has his whole blow up on email, you know, equally or just as bad, whatever, both in, you know, bad for their own right. And it just, I don't understand what the end game for Deshaun Watson is. How can you as an organization, and this is, to debut, de, what's the debut, de, whatever, debunk. debunk. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hit your head against the mic. To debunk no, all of this, but like I what think Houston's handled it properly. It's like, hey, look, the guy demands a trade. I'm not going to trade him. The value is not there. He is a molester in in the media right now. So. You're just not going to suit up. I mean, I think Houston's handled it properly. Yeah, but why not? Why not is Houston? Why don't you? I I don't. I mean, you like it's like time served, right? So what is like what is the league is gonna and and not that I don't want to sit here and talk about what they're gonna give him for. But if Houston came out and said, "Listen, at this point, we're going to suspend Deshaun for six games," and 
then he's going to play until further investigation, you know, comes to light. And at that point, we'll, you know, make more determination. At that point, at least well, they, could, they could trade him. And then maybe well, I, Miami no, would be I, like... I don't think he deserves to play until it's all taken care of on on the personal end. She, I don't... I mean... I... I agree. Like, I, I think the guy's a scumbag, but well, the allegations are he's a scumbag. So that being said, I think he needs to clear his name before he's allowed to come back and play in the league. I mean, if you're gonna fucking out Gruden for something that happened ten years ago in an email, then oh, I would think that Deshaun. I mean, listen, yeah, I mean, I'm not whatever. happy about the Gruden stuff, but I think at the same situation. You know, if there's legal things going on with Watson and all this stuff is out in the public, then I'm sorry, bro. I think you need to just wait your turn. I think you I think you have to wait till you can either clear your name or fucking do your time. And I certainly don't want my organization trading for him at a point where what's your value? And I don't understand why every time Tua fucking loses a game, and I have to say that the game in, in England was not his fault, so why all of a sudden do we have to fucking trade for Deshaun Watson, a guy who we don't even know is allowed to take the field? Like, I, just I totally agree. Fucking crazy. I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. It's... It it's bothers stupid. me so much. Okay, look. I said on this show it was upsetting me that... Tua was a topic of a national discussion just because, like, it was just bothering me. It's like, I don't like the fact that my quarterback situation is all of a sudden national attention, you know? But you know what? You got to look at it in, like, Kyler Murray, for instance. The guy's a fucking stud, right? Um, he's in the right situation. Yeah, but he's He's winning. You know, well, these he's allowed, he's allowed win, to win. get the attention. Herbert's winning. You know, win. Oh my God, Justin Herbert, dude, I can't fucking stand it. But my whole point is like, Tua is national news. You know, I have to deal with that much of it. But I don't like the Watson stuff. It's just like, and every time it's like, it was hot all week. And then people come on, I listen today, people come on New York radio and they're like, there is no news out of Miami camp about. Tua being traded. There's no news out of Miami camp about a Watson trade. And that's what fucking pisses me off because it's just like it's all social media. It's it's all the, the age that we live in. And I just don't want to fucking hear it, man, because that is annoying. Okay? Yes, Deshaun would be a great fit for the Dolphins. Last year, last year, the 2020 Dolphins would have won the Super Bowl with Deshaun Watson. But guess what? It's 2021. We have zero offensive line. We have zero pass rush. We have injured secondary pussies. Shut the fuck up. I have fucking had it, dude. Just the national media worry about somebody else, okay? Because there is no trade. I'm telling you right now, there is no trade coming. Deshaun Watson... You've heard it here first on Binge Media Sports. There will be no Deshaun Watson trade to the Dolphins in 2021. It's not going to happen. Okay? So everybody in the nation, just shut the 
fuck up. It's not happening. The Dolphins are going three and fucking what is, what's the math? 14? Stop. It's over. It's just a bad year. I've had it. It's just too fucking national. It's not going to happen. And it's unfortunate. Tua was good last week, you fucking idiots. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget... Shut up! I'm waiting. Alec Baldwin fired prop gun that killed a person? Are you fucking kidding me?